cross the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. The weekend was jam-packed with events, uh, and it Sunday was. night was the season seven season finale of maybe the last show that damn near everyone watches. You know, everyone has mm -hmm. shows now because Netflix and you got everybody. Hey, did you watch this? I think almost everybody watches Game of Thrones, or they're mm -hmm. like, yeah. You know what? I got to get on board now because it's too big of a cultural phenomenon. But it was the season finale, and it also matches up well with Kane. Your sport, the NFL is on on its way. You know, the last the preseason game where everybody plays a half happened. They'll have the one this weekend where everybody gets cut afterwards for hard knocks. But the season the season openers are on the way. College football obviously is on its way as well. So Kane and I wanted to talk Game of Thrones, but more in terms of each of those houses in terms of an NFL team or dynasty because they're both like the American pastime now. NFL is undoubtedly the number one sport in America, has been, whether it's watching, viewership, attendance, online, fantasy sport play, money on it in Vegas, and then Game of, Game of Thrones is everywhere as well, on social media. Mm -hmm. in your, if you go to a, a barbecue, you're, you can start a conversation with somebody random by saying, hey, do you watch Thrones? And, <laughs> and, then, Yo, and then you're in. You GOT exactly, uh, and if somebody says no, you look at them weird, like we can't be friends. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You don't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, without doing too many spoilers, because maybe some people are still catching up. I know, I know a couple of my staff members got on train on the train a little late, and they experienced the red wedding and Ned Stark a little later than the rest of us, mm. and are still catching up. Um, I'll start it off in my view, and maybe this is because I despise both of them, but mm -hmm. I felt like you and I, when we were texting earlier, I really see the Lannisters as the new England Patriots dynasty. <laughs> okay. So you know, yeah. everyone, everyone out there, hear me out. And if if you're a Patriots fan, I have a level of reverence for them in terms of, I, you can't get past the Patriots. You respect and you know they're going to be there, similar yeah. to these damn Lannisters in Game of Thrones. But, you know, the family in the Lannisters, Tywin Lannister, dominant patriarch, just like Bill Belichick. There's a mm -hmm. key understudy in each of those things that carry on what the patriarch and maybe even might be more important. And in my view, that's Cersei and Tom Brady. Cersei mm -hmm. learning from Tywin. Brady learning from Belichick, and obviously those two carrying out everything that needs to happen. There's rogue elements that both pass, just cast aside. Tyrion, obviously, for you know the the the, the, the imp, the dwarf for the Lannisters, and you take a look at how the Patriots cast off key people before you think they should. Wes Welker booted, Richard Seymour booted, Lawyer Malloy booted, Randy Moss booted, but they were part of the family, and you're like, what the hell? They're out. Okay, and then mm -hmm. finally, there's the Kool-Aid drinker who has a good heart, but might have been duped by Belichick and Cersei or Brady and Tywin, and that's Jamie Lannister and Teddy Bruschi on ESPN. Teddy Bruschi's a great guy, <laughs> okay, right? No one gets mad at Teddy Bruschi, Bruschi, but he's a goddamn patriot, and I can't fully embrace him, even though I really like Teddy Bruschi. Jamie Lannister, I really like him. I, every, every movie he's in, I'll watch it. There's a terrible, the Gods of Gods of Egypt show that uh, Jamie Lannister, Nikolai Costa Warner's in. I watch that terrible thing because it's Jamie Lannister. But at the end of the day, I don't want him to win. 
Mm-hmm. And and so for me, and then you t- you talk about the Lannisters or the Patriots, the rest of the team, aside from the key family members, are just plug and play. Like I don't know who number forty eight for the Patriots is, but I bet he does his job. I bet he makes the tackle <laughs> he's supposed to make, just like the Lannister army. You don't know any of the generals, but I bet they did what they're supposed to, and they probably found a way to beat the Starks. It drives me insane. Mm. That's that's a good start. I like where you're at. I do. I'm going to stay with House Lannister. I'm going to differentiate, though, because um, I've got something different for the New England Patriots. Okay. I do. Okay. I've got that. Okay. I'll bring that up later on, but okay. I've got something different for them. House Lannister for me, being that they're from okay. Westerly, correct? From yep. the West Coast? We- yeah, Westeros. Uh, yep. Yep. Westeros. Um, yep. I went the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, during their dynasty, dynasty. The 80s through the 90s, early 90s, okay. 80s, all the way through the 80s, early 90s. I looked at Bill okay. Walsh's Tywin Lannister. Nice. Bill that Walsh makes sense. Just the, the, the brains behind the operation came in and just changed the culture of the San Francisco 49ers. And the next thing you know, they're winning championship after championship in route to, I believe, five um, mm-hmm. over the course yep. of that time. Tywin Lannister, Joe Montana. The Golden Boy, Jamie Lannister. Oh, I see you it. Got Steve Young, who comes in and, and ends up being Cersei. Because let's be honest, when Joe Montana, it, people love Joe Montana. Yep. People didn't really love Steve Young. At least I didn't love Steve Young. I didn't no, feel like nobody, Steve Young was. Yeah. He was great. Don't get me wrong. Great football player. But I was not a big Steve Young fan. Right. Just like most people don't like Cersei very much. Mm-hmm. And I just and then but you got these other cast of characters. You got uh, Tyrion, who mm-hmm. happens to be one of the crowd favorites, one of my crowd favorites. So you could look at a lot of different characters for that, as far as either Jerry Rice mm-hmm. being that guy. Um, but I'm I'm a real proponent of the Lannisters being these kind of snobbish. Um, conceded. But <laughs> are you about to say coastal elites on our pro- on our <laughs> broadcast? But it's coastal you're elites. you're correct. It's coastal <laughs> elite, and that's where I just I had to go with a team on the coast, and so I, I went with the San Francisco Forty ers of the eighties and early nineties. I like that because you tied it into ge- geographically accurate to the map of Westeros. That's a yes. whole other level that you took it that's, to. I, I try, and Game I'm of Thrones fans out there. Yep, I think they they I think they're really going to buy into that. Okay, now let me go here. Okay, and I'm everybody out there that that knows us personally knows I'm a Cowboys lunatic. Of all my growing up teams that I was obsessed with, the Cowboys are probably the only one that are still with me into that level of lunacy at age 38. But I had to, I had to pay I had to take into account Jerry Jones' situation when trying to find the Cowboys a house. I would have mm-hmm. loved to say Cowboys are the Starks and found a way to make them the good guys, <laughs> but I couldn't. I just couldn't find it. So yeah. I'm going to say the, the Targaryens and the Cowboys are very similar in that it's a dominant house, a once dominant house, ruined by one crazy lunatic patriarch. <laughs> so you take the Mad King, right? Aegon yep. the Mad King and Jerry Jones. You take yeah. when they were in there, they when they were dominant. They were dependent upon, and even now they're dependent upon triplets, the three dragons. Three dragons, yeah. Well, the Cowboys had Emmett, Troy, and Irvin. 
Yep. Right. The hopes mm-hmm. of the family now to get the Cowboys back to anything remotely resembling ruling, which is what the Targaryens used to do, just like the Cowboys, but not for a millennia. And for the Cowboys, it's been 25 plus years. You're relying entirely on Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys are relying entirely upon Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott. It's the youth. And if they don't yep. do it, we're done. That's it. Yep. We're going to be back into oblivion. I was right there with you. Dallas Cowboys, three-headed monster, or Troy Eggman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, the three dragons, like you mentioned, the three young dragons, as far as Dak, oh, Zeke, and as is. That's so you great, got three, that's even better. Next generation of dragons yep. coming up with Dak, Zeke, and Dez. And get this you lost one of the dragons for six games going to the dark oh, the side. Blue one. Zeke is the blue dragon. Zeke is the blue <laughs> dragon. Which is, which is, that's so good. So, and I hope that just uh, didn't spoil anybody out there that hasn't seen these, these latest episodes. But yes, that, that, that was that, that kind of sold me on it. I was like, all right, yep. Cowboys are the Targaryens. Jerry Jones, I'm that. with you as the Mad King, as far as yep. Ares, the Mad King. Um, like you needed him. You needed the Mad King to make to have all this, but at yep. the same time, you had to get rid of him. And Jerry's mm-hmm. coming up on that point where mm-hmm. you, you needed Jerry. There's mm-hmm. no doubt the Cowboys are not the Cowboys without Jerry. And you know but what? We're going to need almost, a Jamie Lannister. You could almost to, to knife back him to to uh, the good old days of the Cowboys with okay. Landry at the helm, right? Yep. Old Landry at the helm, and that's the original Aegon the Conqueror. Oh, like and going way back Starbuck in Westeros way back. way back. That's the yes. original Aegon the Conqueror. Jerry Jones ends up being Ares the freaking Mad King. And, yes. You know, we've already talked about all the other, uh, as far as the dragons are concerned, but I, yeah, I'm sold. The Cowboys are house Targaryen. And even with like the Targaryens, like they haven't been in charge of Westeros in a long time. Right? Yeah, that's it. Any, they haven't. Until this season, Daenerys' story wasn't even on the same continent of the show, but mm-hmm. it still dominated the show. The Cowboys it's, have not even been in the NFC title game in 20 years, and they're still on TV every time. And they still talk about when are the Cowboys going to be back? Just like you <laughs> keep hearing about the Targaryens, keep coming. When are they coming back? That, exactly. I'm sold. The Cowboys are house Targaryen, no question. What's your next one? What what house did you go to next? Let's go north. Let's go north. Let's go House oh, of Starks. Starks. Let's go to the Starks. And this one to me, this was the first one I wrote down. This is the Green Bay Packers of of the sixties. This is this is Lombardi. Vince Lombardi is okay. Ned Stark. These are yep. the wardens of the North, the Green Bay Packers and the NFC North. They've got your loyal fans, just like they have their loyal houses yep. of, of the North. They've got the great tradition. They've been consistent throughout the show as far as just good people, right? Yeah. Just a, a good house. Um, and then the other part of it, so you've got legendary Coach Lombardi. He's Ned Stark. You've got mm-hmm. Brett Favre comes along as the young wolf, Rob Stark, that everyone mm-hmm. thinks is going to be the guy that takes him to this next dynasty as far as just dominating. Mm-hmm. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Kind of falls off a little bit. Gets him one ring. But then he's he's gone. Yep. And the guy understudy that no one really was sure about, Aaron Rodgers, who sat underneath Brett Favre for three years or three seasons, then all of a sudden emerges and slowly but surely has now become the guy, John mm-hmm. Snow. Mm-hmm. God, Rogers, that's really good. Brett Favre, Rob Stark. 
And the, the, Green Bay the northern component of that, the, the Packers in the cold, and the, it's a small, like... Winter is coming. Winter yep. is coming. You know, even another cross-cultural reference, what do you think about this? The Starks are the Corleones from The Godfather. Mm. Yeah. Michael yeah. Corleone, okay. Vito with Ned, early deaths. Mm-hmm. The eldest son, okay, Sonny and Rob, want to go to mm-hmm. war right away. Everybody thinks, oh, we're going to follow them. Nobody pays attention to little Mike and little Jon Snow. And then yep. suddenly Sonny and Rob get themselves murdered. Mm-hmm. And you got Michael Corleone and uh, Jon Snow. It's insane. Yeah. Look at us. Like we it. should be writing columns. I like Entertainment it. Weekly. Seriously. All right. Okay, so, so now the rest, of, the rest of the continent is hard because is. you've got – Tyrells, you've got the freaking Greyjoys, who I just want to punch in the mouth. <laughs> you got the, you know, you got the Martells down there in Dorne, who have sand yep. snakes, and yeah, all these, you know, and is are the Baratheons? Where do they even exist anymore? You know, yeah. the Tullys, yeah. who. It's, where did you go next? Here's where I went, man, and I'm with you on all that. As far as just the 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 other houses are not, and not that those ones are easy, but right. No, I, I tried to stick with the, some of the main character houses first. So House of Baratheon, like, I mean, you even said it. Do they even exist anymore? What's going on with them? Welcome to the Miami Dolphins. 1970s, the Dolphins oh and Don Shula gosh. from 70 to 74 were, were a dynasty, right? They, I mean, yep. that's, a, that's a, but it's a short period of a dynasty. That barely, some people don't be considered a dynasty because it was such a short amount of time uh-huh. that they were successful. Uh-huh. But they were still extremely successful through that successful through that time, and then all of a sudden, yeah. they just flat fell off the freaking planet. They're gone, just like that. So, you think about it, you're going, all right, yeah. You had Robert Baratheon, who obviously was a was a stud, uh-huh. just like Don Shula, as far as the head coach is concerned. Shula's out, Dolphins are out, because the rest of these leaders, Stanley or what, Remley and freaking Stannis, yeah, couldn't do. Yep. You could look at it from the quarterback wow. perspective as well, as far as Dan Marino. Awesome. Yep. Since Dan Marino, nothing. Nothing. You got literally Jake nothing Cutler coming back. <laughs> coming back. So yeah. that's your House Baratheon now. Who is the head of House Baratheon? You got the, I, the, the only one left is face? Gendry, who had Gendry. to run yep. back. Remember, he ran back from the snow and told the Knights watched. That's all he's got, but he's all that's left, and he's a bastard. <laughs> he's a bastard. He's not even a Baratheon. <laughs> He's just, yeah, so that that's to me. They're the Dolphins. The House. I love that one. Miami Dolphins. Um, moving on from there, House Greyjoy. You mentioned as well. Listen to this. One I, I got. I'm okay. I'm going to say it in my brain where I went with it. If we hit on it, it's going to be amazing. Yep. Go. Yep. Go. Oakland Raiders from the seventies. Done. <laughs> that's exactly what I had. I'm not making this up, listeners. Because oh, West awesome. Coast. Yep. Al Davis. Is yep. old man Greyjoy. Old man Greyjoy. Just a rebel. Just rebels against everybody. Yes. Reb, just does the complete opposite of what everyone else wants people to do, but had some success in doing that right. at that point. Yeah. For, you know, had a little rebellion where mm-hmm. during the, from the 70s, 80s, the Raiders were, were it, man. They were the thing. Yep. They were fast, athletic. Um, not that the Greyjoys are, are that anymore, but, uh, but now. You got Dear. Theon Greyjoy and the and the younger sister Greyjoy uh-huh. that potentially could bring that house back into power if they continue with uh, Daenerys, and yes. so you've got Star and Khalil Mack. Yeah, 
potentially on the verge of doing the same thing. Well, even take a look at the disaster that was, even though they, they've potentially found a way to come back, but underneath the crazy old man, Al Davis, mm-hmm. Mark, mm-hmm. and the other brothers that nobody knows about are kind of a mess from the mm-hmm. mullet haircut to the Vegas move to the, does he really know what the hell he's doing? Very mm-hmm. similar to the Greyjoys. Should it be the crazy uncle? Do either of you two younger kids know what the hell you're doing? Yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. I'm so glad you said that because they, they have to be. The Raiders, the the fact that the freaking Greyjoys are pirates on the exactly. open sea. Exactly. 100%. That's ex- and, I mean, even if you take a look at that last scene, spoiler alert, everybody turn off if you're listening, freaking Uncle Greyjoy seeing the white, seeing the dead man, the, the night stalker, whatever the hell you call the zombies, and he goes, you know what? Option B, I'm out of here. I'm out. And he just walks and <laughs> takes his fleet, right? What did the Raiders just do to Oakland? You know what? Yeah. We're out. I'm out. See ya. See ya. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> We're gone. So House Greyjoy, so Oakland Raiders, here that we come. Is- Okay, so did you have anything House, for the Tyrells? The Tyrells, I did. I did. House Tyrell was a tough one, but then I, I kind of thought back. You know what? House Tyrell seems to me, granted, you've got the the uh, the old matriarch that kind of runs the show there, yeah. right? But to me, they they're, they seem kind of young, um, okay. fun, kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You know that know that people like them. And there's yeah. not really anybody that says, ah, "I hate that House Tyrell." They, they get along with everybody. They were kind of one of the richest houses. I said the Seattle Seahawks. I said oh the Seattle gosh, Seahawks. We're on the same page. It's like we're related yeah. or something. <laughs> it is totally the Seahawks because it's entirely built on money. Yep. And it, it All without, out. yep. And like you mentioned, nobody really hates the Seahawks. No. But you wouldn't necessarily say the Seahawks are the greatest dynasty that's ever lived in the NFL. No. No. No, 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 they're not. We'd like to have them on our side, and we think Pete, the way he does things, is really smart and mm-hmm. cunning, and just if, like freaking uh, Elena that's Tyrell. It. That's it. If Elena Tyrell was Elena was, was yeah, if 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 her name yep. was Pete Tyrell, it'd be freaking dead on. <laughs> I mean, because just how they, I mean, you just love you love that character, just who she is, how yes. she operates. Um, yeah, she's slick, uh, sharp. And, oh, you know what's even better? Because the patriarch of the Tyrell house, who knows who the hell that is, right? Because it, you never – like, it was it her son? Was it her husband? You didn't care. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. her. You don't really care that Paul Allen is the owner of the Seahawks. You don't no. care. You know that Pete no. runs the show. They have a lot of money. Yep. And they they, yep. they like to spend it. Mm-hmm. You know, that – oh, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. And they the I Seahawks know. used to be in the AFC. They're in the NFC now. The Tyrells mm-hmm. were with the Lannisters. Then they jumped over to the Targaryen side. They just mm-hmm. they just kind of roll with stuff and bring their money to the party. Um, Is there okay, anybody so left? Did we miss Dorn? And is that House Martell? House Martell for them. In, again, sticking with the geographical consistencies, House Martell is the Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Birds. Oh my God, you are freaking on fire right now. That is <laughs> so good. Birds. Yeah, and uh, one of the reasons why is you got House Lannister, the San Francisco 49ers, yeah. and the Atlanta Falcons. And I thought back to when those two didn't get along very well for a while, when you had Deion right. Sanders and, and, uh, and Andre Bad Moon Rising fighting it yeah, out. Yeah, Brian Jordan, Tim McIver. Yep. 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 
And so I felt like the, the Atlanta Falcons fit perfectly for House Martell. They're, they're a good house. The Falcons are a good franchise. They've been to a couple mm-hmm. Super Bowls. They can't quite get over the top, just like House Martell can't quite get out of its own way at times. Yeah. Um, and they've and, had some characters, like Oberlin yes. Martell is a character, Jamal yeah. Anderson and Dirty Bird, Michael Vick. Those were Michael characters. They didn't do any winning for the house. Exactly. They didn't escalate the Falcons to, to winning games, right. but they escalated the Falcons' popularity, just like House Martell. No one would give two mm. shits, excuse my language, <laughs> about Dorn or House Martell right. if it wasn't for Oberlin right. and his daughters and, and some of these, like you're yep. saying, characters. House okay, Martell. who's left? The Tullys? You got the Tullys. So House Tully, who, again, uh, is kind of somewhat in the north. Um, okay. Family, duty, honor. Uh, the old Blackfish, Minnesota Vikings, Ooh. family, duty, honor, the old Blackfish. Yep. Again, the Vikings had their time as far as their history. They've got a good past. They've they've got some. Yeah, uh, they've four had Super some Bowls, no teams. wins. No wins. Uh, they've had some runs You're at gone. some things, but I think the House Tully and the Minnesota Vikings fits well. Oh, um, that's so good. I thought you might have gone with the Bears there. No. George Hallis, but the Bears have had a little more success and are more relevant than the Tullys because really the Tullys are famous for marrying the Starks and then yep. giving over River Run. Thanks, guys. That's it. Appreciate That's it. it. Aside for the Blackfish, does anybody know how to fight here? Exactly. Nobody? Great. Um, for Great. House, House Aaron, right? Oh, That's yes, the Eerie. The Eerie. The Eerie, which is impenetrable. Yep. Right? You can't, no one, it, just because of how it's built. That's where I had the steel mm-hmm. curtain and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Gotcha. And, and gotcha. Uh, John Aaron, as far as Chuck Knoll and the success that they've had. Now, it, it was tough because the Steelers mm-hmm. are, are one of the greatest franchises in, in NFL history. And so you right. would want to match them up with one of the greatest houses. And so that's where I yep. think House Aaron is close, not quite to that. If, but there just wasn't anything that really fit. To me, the Steelers now. How do you feel about the New York? Was, how do you feel about the New York Giants in the Aaron, but the Giants yeah. from the Parcells days? Yeah, see that was LT. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you're right, and really, it didn't carry over as much as the Erie is this. You know, like you said, this impenetrable veil. Like everyone, I don't know why everybody doesn't just run to the veil when, yeah, the, when, exactly. the, when people come. Nobody's thought of that apparently. Exactly. They just keep the, taking advantage of it. But I said the Giants from that era, from when it was Harry Carson, Lawrence yep. Taylor, Carl mm-hmm. Banks, and Belichick mm-hmm. was the D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like yeah. you said, there's not a perfect match for them. Uh, but in that regard, I and Parcells kind of was still, even though they, Tom Coughlin did a great job, Parcells, like John Aaron, is still the, the vaunted historical figure that led that place. Um, did you get anything for Who House? Is, or did we forget anybody? House Frey, yes, I had. Okay, and I, I, I tried to figure out because House Frey is a disaster, right? Mm. But with this old guy that thinks everything's great, I had to go. <laughs> I, so you know what I went with? I went the Bengals. That's a good call. Yeah, and it's call, my, it's Mike right. Mike Brown is the Mike Brown is Walter Frey, mm-hmm. and Mike Brown is just gonna keep letting it be a shit show. You know, mm-hmm. and they, they make a little, they make the playoffs just like House Frey makes a side deal and pulls something off only to see the whole thing like Pac Man Jones, Burfick, half the team thrown out of a playoff game that cost them the field <laughs> position 
for the game. It's just like that deal just cost you. I am family with poison soup. Yep. I that's yep. I, no, I, that's I, I thought about the Browns because the mm-hmm. Browns are even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Browns are so insignificant. I don't even feel like they even have a house. They're you know, like yeah, they're they're the Wild Links. Yes, I, the Browns I, are the Wild Links. <laughs> The Wildlings as the Cleveland Browns. And a lot of people forget the Cleveland Browns had some success back in the 50s. They were one of the early dynasties back in the yeah. 50s. Wildlings were one of the original. I mean, they're they're out there in, in the north, north, living their yes. free will. I mean, they're, hey, good for them. They had, I'm sure, back in the day before there were houses, they were, they were it. Their lifestyle was it. And so the Cleveland Browns of the 50s, and now they're just like you're saying, they're insignificant. They don't have a house. Yeah. They're just wildlings. They're just free to roam the land now. I mean, you can um, take a look at the Cleveland Browns quarterback roster since Tim it. Couch was drafted, and it basically reads like the names of the wildlings who you don't even know their name. You mm-hmm. know their wildlings. Even the leader, who I like a lot, I couldn't tell you that character's name. I just know he's the leader no. of the wildlings. He's got a red beard. And yeah. it's like, who's the Browns quarterback? I don't know. It's the guy under center. He's got mm-hmm. a helmet on. I don't know who it is this week. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything for the White Walkers or the Majors? Yes. I, I, I think we did all the houses. Yes, the only other houses that I think I don't think I mentioned was uh, House Marmont. Oh yes, Jorah and his dad, who was yeah. at the wall. Okay, that they are my Chicago Bears. Oh, I like they it. Chicago Bears. They've had days of of glory. Yeah. Back in the day, they've you know they've had Walter Payton. And some significant, as you would say, characters are just significant players, um, but are still an absolute terrible house nowadays. <laughs> just a terrible. But they're house. still that's because they're still loyal, just like the little twelve-year-old that's in charge of them now. Yeah. They're still Bears fans. Are still so fiery, and you want to get on board, and then <laughs> exactly. they play, and then and they, then they, they draft Turinsky, and like exactly, <laughs> and then they show up to. Uh, like what happened with John Snow when he was like, "Hey, can you can you come? Can you pledge your your house to us for this fight against the Boltons?" And she's like, "Yeah, here we come." And then, well, how many how many soldiers you got? And they're like fifty three. <laughs> That's us. That's the Bears right there. That's the Bears. That's us. We're gonna have a great year. Who's the quarterback? Well, it's either gonna be Mike Glennon or Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. What? That's Say it. Huh? That's great. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> That's a great one. So that's us. That's how smart mine. And the flag even matches. It's a damn bear on their flag. So I was like, ah, that's that's easy. That is easy. Oh. Now let me ask, how about House Bolton? Oh, my least favorite house of any house because yeah. of Ramsey. And mm-hmm. even even the dad that signed over the desk for the Starks at the Red Wedding. Oh yeah. I would I would have to pick somebody that I loathe. Mm-hmm. So I would have to say the Redskins because mm-hmm. they had a moment. They had a moment in the '90s, the early the early '90s, where they had they were a Super Bowl champ. They had the Joe Gibbs, right? Shoot, Joe Gibbs had them. They had they were good from the '80s through the early '90s. I mean, they were they were a very underappreciated franchise. They won three Super Bowls with three different starting quarterbacks. And the Boltons were the number one bannerman for the Starks. Yeah. So you could say in a way that matches up. But then Daniel Snyder comes on the scene, just mm-hmm. like Ramsey, and it's an absolute dumpster fire, and you hate him Yep. with a passion. So that would be mine, but that's probably the hatred stems from the Cowboys fandom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how I that's would a, do it. Did you have somebody different? I didn't have anyone, but I was thinking along the same lines as far as uh, – 
teams that I despise. And so Denver was the first thing that popped in my head, the Broncos. And yes. John Elway being Ramsey Bolton. Because yes. John Elway was someone that I absolutely despised, just like I despise Ramsey Bolton's character. But Ramsey mm-hmm. Bolton was really, really good at what he did. Ramsey Bolton oh, was yeah. extremely gifted at being evil. And yeah. John Elway was really good at playing quarterback. Despite how much I despise John Elway and wanted him to fail week in and week out, he continuously kept winning. And Ramsey Bolton continuously kept winning until he ran into John Snow. Is, did you have anything for the Dothraki? I did not. I thought about either uh, putting something for Dothraki or the Unsullied, but I didn't get to that. Did you? Did you have something? Right. I thought about for the Dothraki just because everyone that comes across them is like, yeah, we, we cannot mess with the speed of those horses. Mm-hmm. If the horde comes, we're done. Even Jamie Lannister was like, hey, you know that even if they didn't have dragons, we can't stop those lunatics on horseback. Mm-hmm. So I thought about um, what was it? It wasn't Air Raid. What was the Ram? The greatest show on turf. Greatest show on the turf. Rams with oh, that's a good Kurt call. Warner and mm-hmm. um, God, Marshall who were Falk. all the risks? Yeah, Marshall Falk and Isaac mm-hmm. Bruce, Isaac Bruce and Tory yep. Holt. Remember, yep. they had Azahir Oz- Akeem, mm-hmm. and those guys were so. They had Ricky Prohl, and they were mm-hmm. just flying. Yep, just you flying. Could name, but you, you know, could name one yeah. defensive player on that team. No, not one. No, thing, no, <laughs> not one. But and then you know what? Think about this angle. You know who took the Rams down was the goddamn Patriots. And Bill Belichick and the Lannisters taking yeah. down the Dothraki, some tricky, some hey. trickster fucking way that ruins mm-hmm. it all. You know what? And that leads me right into who I had as the New England Patriots. Okay, I'm ready. The White Walkers. You're gonna say the night, the damn Night King. I that's a good one. The that's night so king good. And the White Walkers. You get the Night King, whoever you want to put it as a Night King, and that's that's another part of it. There's some yeah. that would say the Night King is is Bill Belichick. There's some that say that the Night King is is Tom Brady. You could argue yep. either side, just like you could argue either way. And for the Patriots, who's more important, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? We don't yeah. know because they have never been apart. That's so a we'll great see. Point. Same thing with with the with the Night King. We don't know who's more important out of all those White Walkers and the Night King. Who kills which one and who really knocks yeah. out the whole White Walker or kills all the army? But yeah. that leads me to the next point is all these little, like you mentioned before, no one knows who the rest of these patriots really are. Just like we don't know these rest of oh, these yeah, yeah. army of the dead, whatever you even yeah. call these dudes, they just roll around and do their role. They just show right. up, climb walls, kill things. They don't know what they're doing. They just know this is what I'm supposed to do. And that to me is the New England. Patriots. They just do they're their just, job. They just do their job. The, they're just Rob they're Nikovich. Just There's a bunch of Rob Nikoviches out there. Malcolm Malcolm Butler, the the free agent yep. corner that Patrick Chung's been playing safety for 42 years. Yep. Yep. And they're oh, all that's really good. Doing their job and just and the funny thing is, all these other houses are just battling each other this whole time, right? And then there's the New England mm-hmm. Patriots up north that are just hanging out, doing their deal, slowly but surely. The process, the, the storm is coming. The Patriots are coming. Here they are. They Everyone knows that in the end, you got to deal with the White Walkers. In the end, you got to hey, deal with the New England Patriots. That's absolutely perfect. And you know what matches up with that then is the White Walkers have been walking all over the North forever, right? And just <laughs> yeah. dominating people. That makes the Knights watch the damn Buffalo Bills. 
and they're up there with no supplies. They got barely. They got a wall. You know, they got this. Yep. They love their wall. Like Bills fans love their stadium, Ralph Wilson yep. Stadium. Yep. It holds twelve people. Okay? Oh, that's a great it's call. Freezing. That's a great call. Nobody I, wants to play there. And if just you suck, like let's say you're Rex uh, Ryan. Yeah, there it is. Rex Ryan was just the the. Uh, and if you the, suck uh, at coaching, Lord Commander banish, Rex Ryan yes, was a Lord. Just like in Westeros, if you suck at life, uh, you can say, you know what? I take the black. NFL, you're basically saying, yep. I take the black. I'm going to Buffalo. I'll play my I'm career going out to there. Buffalo. I'm going. <laughs> there was a time. There was a time when Buffalo was the place to be, where it was, you know, celebrated. Yes. Back in the Andre Reed and Bruce Smith and, and Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly days, but now it's like, oh wow, yeah. Let me hit, okay. Here's one. My, my last one. This is an individual human. Okay, mm. Bran, the three-eyed raven. Okay, <laughs> flow with me now. Flow with me. The original three-eyed raven was Chris Mortensen, and the new three-eyed raven is Adam Schefter. Boom, done. They know everything. <laughs> don't know why they don't use that to more their advantage, knowing what they know. <laughs> but everybody's got to go eventually to Mort or Shefty to figure out what the hell's going on in the league. You know, the only one that comes to mind right now, <laughs> Peter Littlefinger, Peter Baelish, to me. Oh, my least favorite as, person. Oh, he's, he's the least favorite character for a lot of people. But the guy is... He knows his stuff. I mean, the guy has, has survived. He's manipulated. He's yeah. uh, played so many different people in a lot of different ways and has now put himself in position where he is he is a powerful individual. Yeah. Right? And then yes. just recently, he was finally taken down. And I think a lot of people would equate him to a Roger Goodell type figure. A guy oh that God. has that found himself <laughs> somehow found himself at the top, somehow found himself in power because of all these different ways of doing things that he's kind of behind, whether it's behind. I don't know Roger Goodell, so I can't say one right. thing or the other. But I know this: if Roger Goodell tomorrow was all of a sudden taken out of the position that he's in right now, there would be a lot of people that would be celebrating on on the internet, just like Peter Baelish, yes. little finger out of the picture. A lot of people celebrating that today um, after seeing that. So I would put Roger Goodell. That's as really good because, like you mentioned, Littlefinger's schemes. I mean, he's doubling back on what he said about something with that's basically oh, Goodell in every judicial hearing concerning a player conduct. Goodell's mm -hmm. on both sides of it, playing the yep. union against the league office and back in the middle, owners versus play. <laughs> that's really good. Old Peter Bayless, uh, Littlefinger. Hey, that's. Oh, what a what a run through! Who knew that the land of Game of Thrones, Westeros, Essos, all of it, the Seven Kingdoms, and the NFL, the Shield, had so much in common? <laughs> Obviously, uh, we did. I guess. Uh, across the stream, Game of Thrones edition. See you on the other side, Ray.